Hello and welcome back to Green About Media, the show where we look into all aspects of sustainability in the digital space. Testing. Okay, I can see that. Good. And today we wanted to bring you an inspiring interview with someone who stood up. Okay, so I'm sorry. Made a plan and created a department within the organization that drove actual environmentally positive change while at the same time bringing in new clients and profits for the company. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Meet Stephanie Scheller. So my name is Stephanie Scheller. Um, everyone in my office and in my community calls me Steph. I have a background in strategic marketing and international business. I've started my career and my journey in the startup world. I actually joined a Belgium startup in the ad tech sort of scene while I was employee number one. And I left that startup when we became a company of 20. Stephanie came up through the startup world and saw firsthand how an idea can develop and grow into something much bigger than even hoped. So I've really gone through up and downs of startup life, which really taught me a lot life lessons, but also obviously one or two things about work. I've then joined WWE. Are you ready yes, that WWE. Which is for the most of the people a big fun and a huge laugh because it's such an out of the scene and world experience. It certainly was. It taught me a lot of lessons. A, working at a giant American company with politics and interesting behavioral changes and experiences in that field, but also a lot about experience marketing and how to actually sell an experience. So that has been a quite impact also on my business life. And then I've joined Omnicom Media Group, where I have been ever since. And it was then that the spark of an idea began to form. You know, it was 2020. We had a few little like crises coming up, world changes and big impacts. And while everyone was really excited and happy to see all the dolphins coming back into the world and the other great areas in the world where nature sort of felt like it's healing, we've seen that a lot of more plastic trash came up, lots of like everything concerning corona tests have been increasingly packed in plastic, everything that had this whole of procedure of taking your own Tupperware change into takeaways. And we've just seen that in this part of the world where we really business focus, sustainability got a bit out of the focus. And we really thought that can happen. We really need to change. We really need to consider this topic and it will come back, even if we have currently other crises happening. Sustainability, environmental responsibility, whichever nuanced angle of this encompassing topic, we as individuals and as businesses are in a position to impact. It is imperative that we inherently understand that this thing is not just a trend, it's actually a movement, and we need to be up to speed to that. And so Stephanie decided that something needed to happen, and in order for something to happen, one just needs start. So we've met in basically a small little basement, the two of us, my co-founder Holger Talheimer, which back in the days used to be the CEO of PhD, one of the creative agencies. And we thought, how can we tackle this topic? How can we bring sustainability to our clients, to our core business? What will be the future problems of our advertisers, but also for our media vendors? And we 
just got a blank page, a white piece of paper and decided, okay, let's brainstorm. Let's think about what will be the challenges and issues of the future. Rather than breaking off and doing something on the side, Stephanie decided to use the tools and the structure of the organization that she worked in to develop something internally with the resources, skills and network that were already there, slingshotting this idea to a far brisker pace than would have otherwise been likely. And we came up with a really a business plan, a business model, a product offering based on sustainability consulting that we really wanted to bring into our organization to also a lead the path, become sort of a thought leader in that space, but also take the responsibility that we have as a business. And we really wanted to face that and also have a great impact while we're doing our work in the field of sustainability, which is, by the way, not just environmental, but also social and, of course, governance aspect. Incorporating a business and profitability mindset into a genuinely idealistic goal alongside regulation and education is arguably the key way in which sufficient emissions reduction can be achieved in the time frame required to minimise the worst impacts of climate change on our society. So the spark was there, the willingness to start. Then what? We came together, we brainstormed, we thought about product offerings, about challenges, about solutions that aren't even yet requested from our clients and media partners and came up with an idea, basically. And that idea over the time really became a unit, a proposal, a request that we've then pitched to International for funding and actually got the go. So you've got your idea, you've worked on it behind the scenes and got it to the stage that it's ready to present. What next? We, of course, first wanted to have a proper understanding. So first what you do with every product and, you know, that's what you really learn in startup world is understand a either existing issue or a future challenge, come up with a solution and an offering that is scalable really important, especially when you look into a big company like Omnicom that's globally available. Something that is not just linked to a specific market, but can be scaled across multiple markets and clients. Then have obviously a solid business plan. Um, We all want to change the world, but in the end, we also have to understand the forces and drivers of a marketplace. So we would need to have an offering that could be sellable and also of course, be attractive to clients and media partners. And then we really went step by step. We started pitching that nationally, getting our national leadership on board, which actually was very fulfilling because they already asked us the question that we would knew would come eventually from international, from the global offices. So it really helped us also from a sparing point of view to really get the proposal right. Of course, that took more than one attempt, but we've got the approval from international or from national. We then went one step further. Obviously, with funding a unit like this, we said we had the aspiration to make it right. So we wanted to start this whole movement, that unit with experts. Hence, we needed, of course, investment to get new talents on board, to actually look for a new 
also profile in people that we would employ at Omnicomedia Group. Historically speaking, it's common knowledge that a good leader knows what they know, but more importantly, knows what they don't. Gathering together the right people to fill in the gaps of your expertise and knowledge, and furthermore, fine-tuning your selected human resources, will be a deciding factor in just how solid your foundation is. So none of my team members have actually studied media marketing. I had to explain to them what a media KPI is, but they have at least one Master of Science in Environmental Studies. So they knew everything about sustainability, they knew everything about all the regulatories that are currently up and running. They knew everything about supply chain. And we really took their knowledge and combined it with our core business instead of finding just, let's say just, but you know, in parenthesis, just people that are interested and passionate about that topic and then give them books to read. So we really wanted to go the other way around and combine their knowledge with our knowledge. Hence, we needed investment. With all your ducks in a row, it's time to take that big step that is securing the financial investment your project needs in order to get the ball rolling. So you do need eventually need to talk to a CFO to ask for investment in this field to really have the go to start this unit. And we did. We actually started our team with two working students and a junior consultant and myself. So we're a really small team, but having this new point of view and this new knowledge added to our point of view of our core business really helped us to make this a solid product that is now being scaled across global markets of Omnicomedia Group. Sparks of creativity and motivation can come from all sorts of places. Often the biggest challenge is just to be on the lookout and recognize them as the opportunities that they are. And it's kind of, you know, um, funny, but it was just the truth. I turned 30. So I had a turning point basically also in my life. And I decided, okay, maybe it's now time to change the midlife crisis. It's happening across also coronavirus and other crises. It was April um, 2021. We really said, we're going to do this now. We've had some time to think about it, to have loose conversations. But now let's really focus. Let's really get things done, write it down, just try fail and trial and see what where will it take us and then end of november we had the big big pitch where it was either yes or no and we got the go so we actually employed the first um or we scouted the new talents and actually employed our team in february 2022 however long it takes the important thing is to have your goals clearly laid out in your business plan and have a specific vision in mind Yes. For Stephanie and her newly appointed team, that was that her sustainability unit was positioned as a consultancy rather than just an extension to the media agency. So first, when we found it, it was really important that we position ourselves as a sustainability consultancy. We didn't want to be a media agency or an, a sort of any part of the existing business. We always wanted to be a consultancy. We always wanted to be linked to OMG. So basically the mother company instead of one of the other agencies like OMD, PhD, Hearts and Science. And we always wanted to be a profit center. Um, we always wanted to make, have a solid business plan. We do understand that a lot of our work is still educating Omnicom Media Group employees and our fellow colleagues on 
bringing sustainability to their day-to-day business. But our major goal and objective was always to be customer and client facing. So what we do is we have two different target audiences. On the one hand, we consult advertisers on how to make a more eco-efficient media planning. Eco-efficiency, by the way, describes the relationship between emitted carbon in relationship to reached contacts. So, for example, if you take audio, what we're currently doing in radio, it's a high eco-efficient medium because we're only producing sound. So we reach a lot of contacts, hopefully also through this podcast, but we reduce less carbon than, for example, if you would have done this as a TV show. And involving, for example, you know, server hostings, but also electricity at, at households and in the production studio, and maybe even would have flown to South Africa to do the production. So it's all about advising advertisers on how to make a more eco-efficient media planning. So how does it actually operate? We look into three ways to optimize. A, we actually look into the media mix itself to see if we can make a change and an adjustment within a media mix. So maybe reduce a bit of TV towards online display or increase audio, so radio or digital out of home. If we cannot change anything at the existing media plan, we go to the next phase where we look into materials, so the format itself. When you, for example, look into a PVC-free version of an out-of-home poster, you have the same visual, you have the same location, you have the same target audience, but you use a more sustainable material. So really looking into that format change. And if you can't change anything in the format, the last step is we look at media vendors. If you have two media vendors that reach the same target audience or a similar target audience, but one of them is, for example, using green electricity or is offsetting, you can reduce your carbon footprint of the overarching media plan drastically through changing the media vendor. So that's what we basically do with advertisers that obviously comes with change management processes because we are now looking at media planning from a next level a new perspective so this needs a more sort of change moment and transition to make this happen so that's why we also wanted to be a consultancy to really create path towards more sustainable conscious choices in the future And the specific tools you choose to work with can help carve your path forward. So we've personally, as Omnicom Media Group, partnered up with Climate Partner. Climate Partner is a German carbon calculation company that has been doing this for over 15 years. They're part of the UN Global Conduct. They are TÜV certified, so they've been in this field for quite some time. And they have created a media-specific carbon calculator. We obviously looked into Scope 3 and Impact Plus. Side note, to learn more about Scope 3, you can check out our interview with Harvind Gupta in Season 1 of the show. And we do see a great value in other players as well. But for us, as being Omnicom and doing multi-channel consultation and advertising, we wanted to have a partner that basically looks into all the channels and not just digital. So for us, we've partnered up with them and decided this is the right partner and choice. On a side note, I also sit in WFA and GARM to discuss a standardization of methodology. So we're obviously pro a market standard, hence we never intended to create our own calculator. We've always wanted to go with a leading 
third party provider instead of focusing on our own calculation. But what we obviously do is we take that carbon data and insert that in our own planning tools. For example, we've created a scenario planner that is optimizing media mixes on based of MMMs, so media mix modeling data. So we optimize media mixes according to classic KPIs, but on top of that to green KPIs. So we take the carbon and other aspects within that mix as well and can now optimize a media mix according to both to really have this discussion also with clients. What's it worth to you? Are you maybe willing to sacrifice 0.2% of reach to achieve a 20% reduction of carbon? Or are we just trying to make you the best media planning there is, but on top of that, do a layer of the sustainability aspects? Because number one priority should always be do effective media planning. We could make the greenest media plan if we don't reach our target audience we will emit carbon for no reason. So we always have to, of course, make efficient media planning, but integrate new thoughts and new thinking in this process to make more sustainable choices along the way. And for this, as in any other business-oriented service, idealism alone isn't going to cut it. At the end of the day, the service you're providing needs to actually be effective. Otherwise, you're just wasting the carbon you and your client is producing, however little it turns out to be. It's still wasted. Exactly. And at the same time, that leads me to the second field of our target audience as the media vendors. So we really want to drive the transformation overarching the whole industry. So we advise advertisers, but if we don't have any green solutions or sustainable offerings in the marketplace, I don't have anything to actually consult my clients on. So that's why we also created a product offering for media vendors on how to become more sustainable. So we help them to create green portfolios. We help them to understand the ESG scoring and help them to prepare for a better rating. We explain them the difficulties about supply chain regulatories, for example. We also advise them on how they can become more sustainable themselves. So for example, car policies, travel policies, because we do believe that the key to a also successful product placement and creation of sustainability is credibility. So if your CEO is flying with a Learjet around the world, how credible will be your sustainable offering in the market? So we advise them and consult them on that way as well. So as well as helping their clients reach their own carbon goals, it was crucial to turn those principles inward and ensure that Stephanie's own company could lead by example. We as Omnicom Media Group, at least Germany, we are, for example, also certified with the ISO certification since 2016. We are also offsetting our um, carbon emissions. So we already learned a lot within our own organization to take that responsibility. So we do believe that we can give some of that knowledge and wisdom also to, for example, the media vendors who might be a smaller company that don't have the money to invest into their own sustainability consultants. Hence our offering also in this regard. And that's our second target audience group and income level. Stephanie's sustainability unit is already a success story, but what you don't always hear in success stories are the unanticipated challenges that inevitably present themselves along the way. I think one thing that we haven't anticipated, which I'm still 
facing today is it sustainability is a really emotional topic. So you really need to get the people on board. And I think one thing that I always say, either here or on stage or in my client contact every day is we should not look into sustainability as being a diet. It's not like tomorrow we can't do anything anymore or you need to change everything, but rather just about making conscious choices and making a bit more sustainability part of your day to day, at least in your thinking process will already create a huge change and a huge impact. But everything that is correlated to change always comes with fear and resistance. And it obviously takes a lot of time to really go above and beyond and continue that conversation and try to get this fear of change out of the people's head and to really make them understand that we're not forbidding you anything. We're not taking anything away from you. We'd rather give you more alternative, attractive alternatives to the current thinking or current processes that are in place in order to make this a very, you know, a very likable and a very pleasing moment instead of this resistance and flight and fight process. So if you want to start an entrepreneurial initiative within your own organization, whether it has a sustainability focus or not, Stephanie has a few pieces of advice. Mm -hmm. One is don't give up. There Eventually there will be a door that's opening, but you might have to run against a few walls to actually find that door. Um, it will take time. It will need some ways of convincing and conversations to really go to the place that you want to go to, but it is worth it. Every fight and every wall you hit with your hat, it will be worth it. The second advice I would say is always fight for responsibility or always try to get some sort of responsibility in place. Because what we see is that we see a lot of movements and initiatives in our within organizations that are amazing, but there are not feel responsibility behind that and if nobody feels responsible it's really hard to drive that change and really to move thoughts into action so always try to either appoint a responsible person or if you want to be that person fight to get that responsibility because once you are you have that mandate once you've been appointed you really can drive change And it is one of the most exciting and pleasant moments when you actually realize that the things you're doing will have an impact and will make, will leave traces in this world. And then your job basically becomes just almost like a hobby, something that you enjoy doing. And we all spend so much time in our work. Why not give it a meaning and something that actually has an impact? And have a business plan. And have a business plan. (laughs) Always important. Have your KPIs in mind. Have a business plan. Make sure you create value. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you very much. That pretty much covers everything that I wanted uh, to talk about. Thank you for joining us today on Season 2 of Green About Media. Throughout this season, we'll have more sustainable success stories hear from experts in the nuanced field of digital sustainability and generally inform and encourage you on the topic at large. 
A big thank you today to Stephanie Scheller from OMG for telling us all about her entrepreneurial sustainability project. If you'd like to hear more from Steph, you can check out her interview on our other show, Women Lead, over on the Digital Distillery Network by following the links in the show notes. If there's anything in particular you have to share with us, if you want to be a guest on the show or there's a topic that you'd love to hear more about, please don't hesitate to get in touch on podcast at the-digital-distillery.com or head to the website and hit us up there. That's it from me today, but stay tuned for the next episode of Green About Media. Until then...